You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Shout to the service men and women looking for a little taste of home. Having your boy Speeds help you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam blowing up like chipotle in your stomach yo we got a big show today okay i am going to give you my starting lineup i have been hot and also i just filled in for benny riccardi on that dfs lineup lock show so i got a full-on lineup to give you tonight that'll win that cash it has been rubber stamped by the experts tony sincata and benny riccardi uh thanks for having me on of course we're also going to talk nba playoffs with the love docker doctor back in the building the uh the finals are half set i mean they've been set for about six months and we know this but we're going to keep on talking now that the spurs are done but the question is is manu ginobili done we also have news that i tried to get to yesterday i want to tell you about an update on that floyd mayweather conor mcgregor fight now it's time to put up a shut up for floyd mayweather we'll get into that a little bit and you know if you've been listening to fantasy freestyle that we have been covering that big three three on three ice cube league that is about to kick off in about a month we got some players already starting to talk smack at each other uh you know these boys who they are and you know they're going to be talking some yin yang back and forth so let the uh let the alarm sound on that also, if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know, we've been talking a lot about player safety and other ways around that, whether it's, you know, the, the, the opioids, the marijuana, that stuff. And we've also been talking about legalizing this gambling, okay? So my poll question for you guys on that at FNTSY radio Twitter handle and at Spittin' Speeds that is up and live for us right now is what will become legal first in this fine United States of America as we head to Memorial Day weekend? Will it be sports gambling? Or will it be legalized marijuana federally? That's what I want to hear because they have all sorts of sports implications. We're going to get into that. The Cypher, Fun and Functional Sports Radio. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, and this is the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come right back. We're going to get into it, y'all. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down. I got my boy, Donnie Burns, with me so hot that we sweat steam. You know what we do here first on the Fantasy Freestyles? We give you my starting lineup. First, we start with a few news and notes around Major League Baseball. Corey Kluber, dominant starter for the Cleveland Indians, is going to make a rehab start uh, tomorrow. He's coming back from a back injury. They are saying that if that rehab start goes well, he could rejoin the big club 
expect Corey Kluber to be back with the Indians sometime early next week. Carlos Rodon, however, is still a long ways away, but he did pitch in his fourth simulated game. Remember, he's had a bicep injury, which has prevented him from taking the mound all season long. But after these simulated games, the next step for him is a rehab assignment. So we might be seeing the end of the the light at the end of the tunnel for Carlos Rodon and the Chicago White Sox. The Dodgers have activated Logan Forsythe from the DL. He's returning from a fractured big toe. Remember, right now with that Justin Turner injury, there is opportunity for him at third base for L.A. Similarly, the Mariners have activated Robinson Cano coming back from a quad injury from the DL. He will take his place right in the middle of that Mariners lineup. The last thing I want to mention to you, I told you guys yesterday that Matt Adams could be someone to use at first base. I told you that replacing Freddie Freeman he was viable. I told you that even though he was only 4% owned, the fact that he's hitting fifth in that lineup and that ballpark is a prime candidate for lefty power and that Matt Adams was a prime candidate for this new launch angle fly ball approach. Well, what did Matt Adams do yesterday? Two for four, two ribbies and a homer against Garrett Cole. I hope you listened to me yesterday because I help you win your leagues and win that cash. I also helped you out last night with my starting pitchers. Remember, I told you I told you that Garrett Cole, who was a stud at 9,800 on FanDuel, I told you that he was great, but that SunTrust Park really scared me. What happened? He got rocked, only did not go five innings, went four and two-thirds innings, gave up five earned runs, including the two runs that came off the home run of Matt Adams, and only struck out two. Poor outing for Garrett Cole, and I told you to fade him last night because of the ballpark. I hope you listened to me. I told you instead I was going with Michael Pinata. Michael Pinata did, in fact, get the win and get a quality start, struck out six, had a decent game. Only went six in the third innings, but hey, that's okay. The guy who I said last night was probably the chalk, probably the best way to go. The only issue was that I didn't like him because he gives me anxiety, and that's Zach Greinke, and he had a monster game. He almost had a complete game, went eight and two thirds, only gave up one run, and here's the kicker. He struck out 12. So if you had Zach Greinke, you probably cashed last night, but if you had Pineda, like I told you, you're probably okay, too. Tonight, what starting pitchers do you go with? Well, the easy answer is obviously Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw on FanDuel is listed at 12,600 against the Cardinals tonight. If you listen to DFS lineup lock last hour when I was on with Tony Sincata, he said that he was, in fact, paying up for Clayton Kershaw. Here's the thing, though. I offered a solution to be a little bit cheaper, and the great Tony Sincata said that I was on the right track. Benny Riccardi told me that this is the guy he'd be putting in his lineup as well. I went down and saved three thousand dollars. I'm still paying ninety four hundred tonight for my starter, but I'm going with Houston Astros starter Lance McCullers in a way to try to beat Clayton Kershaw. McCullers has been great this year so far. Not seven of his nine starts have been quality starts. Also, he's facing the Tigers. The Tigers were one hit last night. Okay, so their offense has not been doing it, and McCullers has been good overall. He's been even better at home. In his last four home starts, Lance McCullers has struck out 10 guys, 
eight guys, ten guys, seven guys. So the strikeout upside is there. You're saving a little bit of money with Lance McCullers tonight against a lineup that just got one hit last night. I like Lance McCullers for 9,400 as my starting pitcher. But I got to tell you something. I feel a little bit confident today, guys, because I was on DFS lineup lock. So let me give you a couple of other guys. And if you play with this late swap, there are some guys whose games have not started that you need to know about because I learned some things on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network when I host DFS lineup lock with the man, the king, the legend, Tony Sincata, filling in for Benny Riccardi, okay? Listen, Benny Riccardi told me that batter versus pitcher data is important against the knuckleballer. Tony Sincata validated that fact. And you know what? It's uh, the Pirates up against R.A. Dickey and the Braves tonight. Again, in SunTrust Park. And Francisco Cervelli is 6 for 10 lifetime against R.A. Dickey. When it's a knuckleballer, I think that actually matters because some people can see it and some people just can't. Cervelli understands what he's doing. Maybe that's why he is hitting fifth in that lineup. I like him at catcher today at 2,700 on FanDuel. If you don't have him in there, you can still swap him in there. You could also swap in in that same game. Matt Adams, what did I tell you? They have not caught up to this yet on FanDuel. He is only 2,200 on FanDuel. That is a Basement bargain price, and I think you can get production in the middle of that lineup. Remember, Matt Adams, a new Atlanta Brave, they are hoping he can replace some of the production from Freddie Freeman. I also think later on tonight, you need to go with Jake Lamb in Arizona. Yeah, he's pay, you're paying up on 4100 for him on FanDuel, but I like that Arizona lineup. Both Tony and Benny think that a Diamondback stack tonight is in good order. So not only do I have Lamb, but I also have David Peralta as one of my as one of my outfielders as well from that same game. And then my other outfielders, just so you know, I got Lorenzo Cain going up against the lefty Montgomery in Yankee Stadium. And I like Max Kepler tonight in that game that just maybe got started in Baltimore. So hopefully you can use some of those guys because I'm trying to give you guys that are low-owned, right? Because the, the, the key here is you need to, if you're playing a tournament, right, you need to have some people that are, you know, Low-owned. I mean, Daniel Murphy tonight, who I've got, who's a stud, is somehow only 2% owned. Okay, so I'm happy. When he goes yard later on in the game, I'm going to get all those points. Nobody else is. I'm going to hop people, okay? Lorenzo Cain, who we talked about, only 1% owned. Max Kepler, who we talked about, only 1% owned. This is the way, this is what you need to do to win your leagues and win that cash. You know the other thing you can do? The other thing you need to do is you need to go to rotoexperts.com and get that exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package because it's your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. You can stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. You become a waiver wizard. You learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week, and this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. Enter promo code FREERADIO. And you get a special discount when you're about to check out, okay? I think that's a great I think that's a great value. You get all of us giving you what you need, those articles from our boys like Jake Seeley and Frank Stanfield. They are really helping you out. You know the other thing can do? Listen, it depends on the kind of learner you are. Okay, different modalities. Some people are visual learners. And for those visual learners, go to rotoexperts.com. Read those articles. Read everything you need. There are some people 
There are some people that are auditory learners. They learn by listening. And if you're going to learn by listening, what you need to do is you need to download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Okay, this way you get all the same good stuff. Okay, you get Jake Seeley, you get Tony Sincata, you get Frank Stanfield, you get Benny Riccardi, you get Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and we are all giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And the beautiful part about it is it's all for free. It's all for free, okay? And I know in these times, you know, when benefits are getting slashed and taxes may be rising, you may need an extra couple bucks, okay? So save the money you were spending for some of these paid, you know, paid websites, some of these paid radio stations. You do not have to go in your pocket when you deal with the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Instead, we give you extra money so that you have, you know, things to celebrate. It's Memorial Day coming up. Maybe you need to buy a new grill maybe you need to you know go to the beach right and you need to you know hop on the train here in new york you know we go on the lirr to get out to jones beach you need a little bit of extra cash and if you stick with the fantasy sports radio network you get what you need to win your leagues and win that cash i've been giving you starting pitchers all season long tonight the answer is lance mccullers like i said going against the detroit tigers who they were one hit last night and McCullers has been sick on the at home, striking out at least seven guys in his last four home starts. When we come back, I'm going to bring in my boy Donnie Burns, the love doctor. We're going to get it in a little bit on the NBA playoffs. I got an update on that Floyd Conor McGregor fight as well. All that and more here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, and you're listening live to the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down with my man, Donnie Burns, on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam. Let me give you some news and notes from around the NFL. Remember I told you yesterday, you're going to hear a lot of these, what I call, greatest shape of his life kind of stories, okay? And here's yet another one, this time about second-year quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams, Jared Goff. They're saying Jared Goff is having a much easier time with the offense, and he is grasping it much better now in his second year. Again, is that really the best kind of thing we can say about Jared Goff, that he understands the offense? Remember last year, he didn't know if the sun rises or set in the east or the west. He couldn't command the huddle. He didn't know the verbiage. So I guess he does have a better grasp of the offense. I am still staying far, far away from Rams, including Todd Gurley in my fantasy season. The Broncos, they may be another team that's going to go with a running back by committee. Remember, you got C.J. Anderson, you got the uh, second-year player Devontae Booker, but then they also signed Jamal Charles in the offseason. Remember, there are very few backfields where there is still a quote-unquote workhorse, okay? Honestly, I can only think of three in the NFL right now. They are the Arizona Cardinals, they are the Dallas Cowboys, and they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Outside of that, I do 
not think there is a, you know, three down workhorse back. The only other one I'll put in there, maybe up in Buffalo as well, now that Gillisley has moved on to the Patriots. Outside of those four teams and those four backs, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, LaShawn McCoy, and Ezekiel Elliott, I think every team is pretty much in the same situation as the Denver Broncos going running back by committee. They had their owners meetings in the NFL this week and some news coming out of that that I think is interesting. It looks like they are going to shorten overtime from 15 minutes to 10 minutes. They are talking about this under player safety. If you listen to the fantasy freestyle, you know that I do not think the NFL cares about player safety. And honestly, changing the game from 15 to 10 minute overtimes does not really have an implication when you think about how many of the games actually go into overtime, actually go that deep into overtime. It is not saving. You want to do something different? Add a second buy. You want to do something different? Let's revisit Thursday night football as the actual athletes and remember Thomas Lowe who came out certified athletic trainer that's what they say but I digress. Another thing they're saying from the owners' meetings is now you will be able to hire coaches that are still in the NFL playoffs. For example, you remember this year when I was telling you guys that it was the worst-kept secret that Kyle Shanahan was going to be the guy for the vacant San Francisco 49ers job, but he was still you know, the OC of the Super Bowl Atlanta Falcons. He was not able to take that job. They are trying to change that now so that they can, in fact, do that because it puts some of these coaches who are on playoff teams at a deficit if they can't actually go out there and interview for the jobs so I think that's a fine switch and here's the last one that I think is very interesting they are now going to allow some celebrations after touchdowns but they're not saying all they're saying some some use of props some team dances and I actually think this is an even slipperier slope because now what it's going to be subjective to what the ref thinks you know Antonio Brown doing his little dance is it that like two Two uh, pelvic thrust is okay, but three is not. Who's going to be able to decide this? I don't think this should be subjective. I think it really needs to be clear so that everybody understands. But, hey, the uh, NFL trying to make moves on that. As we keep it moving here in the cipher on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it is time for me to bring in my basketball correspondent and love doctor, my man, Donnie Burns on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam. we got to talk about last night, the end of the San Antonio Spurs season as the Golden State Warriors win and complete the sweep. They win 129 to 115. Listen, Donnie, I mean, Kevin Durant had himself a game. 10 of 13 from the field to go for 29 points and 12 rebounds as well. Steph Curry stays hot, going 14 of 24 from the field for 36 points. Those guys continue to do it, and the Golden State Warriors sweep their way all the way through this far of the NBA playoffs. They are now 12-0 and going into the finals. Donnie Burns, the freight train keeps rolling. Yeah, and they're winning by a margin of like almost 16 and a half points. Yep. And here's the thing, you know, we're talking about how the team needs to run through Steph Curry to be, you know, more effective. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Kevin Durant is still extremely efficient. 10 of 13. That was his big thing. He gets all these scoring titles, but you have to, you can't forget, he is very efficient in the way he scores. And, you know, Clay isn't playing up to par, but for a guy that has scored 30-some-odd points in one quarter, right. you can never leave him unguarded. So they're just 
it's just real hard to, to, you know, kind of prepare for them. And they're an extremely underrated defensive team. That's true. That's true. And I was going to bring up Clay. Remember, I brought it up yesterday that he needed to get rolling. He only went 3 of 13 from the floor. But you're absolutely right in this. You know what else he did, though, in that series? He took Patty Mills out of the game. Great defender. You know, and he is still and – and, and, you know, I think Van Gundy even made the point on air last night. You know, to the young players out there, you see Clay Thompson, right? And he's clearly struggling with his shot over the last few weeks. But it does not take him out of the game. There are other ways to contribute, whether that's defense, whether that's rebounding. And big shout out to Clay for continuing to affect the game, even though he is going through a slump. On the other side of things, I want to ask you a couple of questions about these San Antonio Spurs, Donnie. Um, one... We'd be remiss here on the Fantasy Freestyle if we did not tip our collective cap to Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili, you know, former, you know, all-star in this league, won a gold medal in 2004. And then, you know, as this team, the Spurs evolved over the last decade, accepted coming off the bench. This is a guy who's likely a Hall of Famer who agreed to come off the bench for years because he knew it was, you know, for the greater good of the team. I want to tip my cap to Manu, whether this is his last game or not. And it looks like it might be. I mean, he has he is turning 40. They did do the ceremonial, like start him this game, get him off the floor so everybody can applaud him. So it might be. But I want to throw my name in the ring of others that are tipping our cap to Manu Ginobili. Um, let me ask you, though, something. We talked about Clay Thompson, how he's not getting going, really. The next, like, the Golden State Warriors will not be playing again until a week and a day from now, okay? They don't play, actually, more than that, a week and two days from now. June 1st, Thursday, June 1st is their next game. Does this eight-day break, do you think this helps a guy like Clay Thompson, or does this keep it in his head for over a week? I don't know. You, you can't really tell by his on-the-court actions. He's very... You, you can't really tell his emotions. He's very stone-faced. He's almost like Kawhi in the sense that you can't right. really tell what they're thinking. All I know is that man could score, and I've, I haven't seen, you know, I've been watching basketball almost all my life, and I've never seen someone, when they get hot like Klay Thompson, I mean, that ball's on fire. So like it's I said. It's like NBA gym. It's, yeah, exactly. So like I said, he, he's in a slump right now, but he can go off for 50, and we know he can. So, And like you said, he's effective on the defensive end, and that's why they're so good. He doesn't give up. So, you know, Let me ask you something. When you saw the plus-minus with Kawhi Leonard you know, in the first half and then you know, for the rest of the series, I know you don't, I, we don't have to go back to this, but could an argument have been made that Zaza Pachulia was the conference finals MVP? I mean, by the chance that night, you probably could have said that. <laughs> you know? I mean, It's just so messed up how that happened. And I also, here's another thing that I think is interesting. Now with the Golden State Warriors going to the NBA Finals, likely against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you know you know what else this rest does? It gives uh, head coach Steve Kerr about nine days to maybe get ready to be on the sidelines. But what karma would it be, Donnie, if now Mike Brown... Has to face the Cavs in the finals. You know, I think he's you know even in this interim role, maybe like coached his way to getting a getting a new head coach job. You know, think about what Bruce Arenas, uh, Bruce Arians did in Indianapolis. You know, when Pagano was out, you know, he got himself a head coaching job. Maybe Mike Brown is uh, coaching his way into a, a different head coach job in the league next season. What do you think about that, Don? I could see that. The only thing is, not a warrior type team because if you remember when Steve Kerr was absent, right, he really was trying to go to the post game, which is not the Warriors' strength, which told me, hey, he's not... For really, this scheme. Yeah, exactly. That's not the scheme he needs to be in. 
I could see more of like uh, we keep going back to the Bucks. I love the Bucks. Yeah. We love everything for the Bucks. A right? team like that, We're real maybe. high on the Bucks. I mean, with some young talent, but th- that can bang down low. Um, that running gun is really not his thing. I, I mean, I'm not too high on Mike Brown as a coach, but I mean, I could see him get get some looks from other teams. But likely in the Eastern Conference, yeah. we think. Yeah, All right. Definitely not the Western. Moving on to tonight's game, we've got Game Four in Cleveland, and you know, people were shocked. Remember, we were talking about how both the Cavs and the Dubs would sweep their way to the NBA Finals. That is clearly not the case right now. I'm going to tell you something though. We talked about how LeBron got salty at reporters after the loss. Things like that. I think LeBron is going to do something special tonight, Don. I think LeBron is going to do something special. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think he's going to do one of the following two things. You ready, Don? I think he's either going to score 45 or he's going to get over 15 assists tonight. I'm going to say he's going to get over 30 points. I'm, ten rebounds, and he's going to have one of those incredible behind, you know, one of those chase down blocks. I love those. Yeah, he's gonna, and you saw I KD. You saw KD with the yeah, double chase down blocks it. last night. That I was good it. stuff. All right, so we'll keep an eye out on that. But honestly, Don, after a couple more games, we may not have much basketball to talk about until a week. I know, you know? that's upsetting. We're gonna have to. That's my thing. You know. I know. I know. We'll find a way to keep you involved. Don't worry about it, Donnie Burns. Also, keeping it moving here. Before we go to break, one thing I want to mention. Uh, Conor McGregor signed his end of the deal. Conor McGregor signed his end of the con- to contract, and now we're working on Floyd. And all of a sudden, Floyd's gotten real quiet. Conor McGregor over the weekend on Twitter, you know, he added all his UFC belts and his newborn child, like using the the championship belts, kind of like as a playpen for him, and being like, "Yo, now it's time to go get some boxing ones." He also was uh, working out, you know, with his you know with his trainer, what have you. He's had on on Twitter also solid work. Now sign your end, Floyd, or you're just a mouth. And I'm. I'm starting to agree with him. It's time to put up or shut up. You need to defecate or get off the pot, my friend. I think it's going to happen, but I'm telling you, I am skeptical. I think Conor McGregor is better prepared for this fight than you think. We'll talk about that, of course, in the days, weeks, and months leading up to this fight, if, in fact, it does happen. When we come back, we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. You talked about no basketball. We've got quotes from the Big Three League and a lot more. It's your boy, Dane Martin as here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A couple of scores from around majors already so far today. Angels up on the Rays, 2-0 in the second inning. The Mets all over the San Diego Padres. They have kicked out Julius Chassin already in the first inning. They have batted around, and the Mets are up 7-0 on the Padres in the first inning. Indians and Reds tied at 1 in the second inning. And uh, the only other scores we have are the Nationals up 2-0 on the Seattle Mariners. That after two innings. Important to let you guys know that that game in Chicago that I told you there was some weather, It has the start of that game has, in fact, been delayed. As you know, also here on Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I tell you that you guys can participate all the time, right? You can holler at me at 844-843-6879. The other thing you could do is we always put up a poll question, right? You can get us at FNTSY Radio on Twitter. You could also ask me any questions or follow me at Spittin' Speeds as another way to join the show. Because, yo, I'm a man of the people. So one of the things I wanted to tell you guys, yesterday... 
Our poll question was about trading Isaiah Thomas, and 60% of you guys said yes, that the Celtics should consider trading Isaiah Thomas. You know, he'll be coming off a hip surgery, likely. He'll be 30 years old. He'll still be 5'9", unless they do something, you know, transformative in that surgery. And Donnie Burns, I know you were disagreeing with the people. You thought that they should not trade the heart and soul and, you know, dynamic player of the Celtics. I got a reply here on Twitter. Uh, Shout out to Joey Manguid. He says, this tell me what you think about this Donnie he says Isaiah Thomas is not the answer and that the answer aka Allen Iverson is the only player in history that can carry a team by himself being that short that he went to the finals and even stole a game from the Lakers he's saying Isaiah Thomas is not Allen Iverson and they should trade him what do you think about that That literally makes no sense because that's not what we're, to- we're talking about trying to get another piece for the man the man we know he scores 29 points per game. That's not the problem here. The problem here is the Celtics need another score. If you were to trade Isaiah Thomas away, that's minus another score. Then you need to score. You're looking scores. for a rookie. And at that point, you're moving backwards. They want to win now. It's not, oh, we'll win you know, in two more years. They want to win now. So you have a guard that can already score. You need one more. Trade that pick. Get Jimmy Butler. Get Paul George. Right. Let's go to the finals. Let's go to the Eastern Conference finals. Let's go to the NBA finals. And remember, Let's I'm not t- move backwards. And I'm telling you, I think they're going to also wind up signing Gordon Hayward in the offseason as well to try and uh, you know stack them up. The last thing I wanted to mention before we get into uh, putting the fun in functional sports radio, I heard last night also Paul Millsap is going to opt out and become a free agent. Now... He's in the Eastern Conference. When we talk about, you know, Eastern Conference, I know we've been real high on the Bucks and how all the guards should go to the Bucks. The other team I'm really high on and think would be a great destination for a big man would be that team in our nation's capital. What if Millsap wound up with the Wizards? Yeah, you like that. You can put him in the starting lineup. You could have Markeith Morris come off the bench because yeah. where the Wizards struggle is their bench. Their bench is not good. So that builds depth. So I would, and I love Paul Millsap too. So that would be, I, I was just about to say before you said that, that would be the greatest fit because their bench is so bad. And they really could have done so. I, I thought they were going to make more noise in the playoffs, but I mean, John Wall and Bradley Beal can only do so much. Yeah. Like I said, they're, they have a weak bench. So All right, that's a so good landing let's spot. See, let's see. Let's see. We need to, yo, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, we got to tell our night owl. We got to tell the night owl to start making this board for us of all the predictions. Maybe it could have its own Twitter page. You think uh, fantasy freestyle predictions could be its own Twitter page, and then we could put on like you know all of our bets, like Ted Gid Jr. and all these other predictions that we're making. You think uh, the night owl would be able to do that for us? Maybe I think he can. All right, let's uh, let's uh, if he wants to host the show and guest host and get some burn on air, he's gonna have to do some things. You hear me, night owl? You hear me, night owl? Well, one of the other things. One of the other things we got to do is start to talk about something we have been covering, you know, pretty much like flies on poop more than any other show, certainly on this network and anywhere. And that is the big three league. Remember, as we've talked about it, we're now about a month away from Sunday, June 25th at the Barclays, where these teams, the power, the three headed monsters, the tri-state, the trilogy, all them boys are going to be competing in their three on three, the inaugural big three season. And, um, these guys, remember, we, we played a clip before about how competitive these guys were. You know, we talked about how, ironically, Charles Oakley had to pay Peacemaker as there was a little beef at the Combine. These guys are really going at it, whether it's for, like, their legacy, whether it's for, you know, perceptions of who they are and how they played in the league, guys like Kwame Brown, or just bragging rights. And let me tell you something. Somebody who is already talking is uh, Corey Maggetti. Corey Maggetti 
uh, was on and someone was just kind of asking him about the big three in general. Right. And started talking about how Allen Iverson as a player coach and one of the big, you know, big names of this was really going to like, you know, do his crossover and all this stuff. And McGetty was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's on three's company. I rep the power. And he started talking smack. Do we have that, Donnie Burns? What Corey McGetty was saying, telling Allen Iverson, do not come in the lane in this three on three, big three format. With a spread floor three on three, whoever get, gets that be assignment. Be, hey, his, you better hope he better hope he's in shape. That's all I know. Listen, hope he in shape. Every, they're already gonna, talking trash. Right? Every, everybody's gonna be shape. vulnerable. I'm gonna tell I'm you that. You. From post ups to way out there, I'm telling you, it's it's, it's gonna be something to see. It, it look forward Corey, to it. It's Corey, you don't have to be in shape to cross that thing oh, over, listen, man. Listen, when you when you got this oh, right here, oh oh, oh. hey, <laughs> it's like that. Hey, I, hey, I'm ready. Thanks for your time, man. All right, there it is. So so Maggetti's ready. He's giving him like the forearm shiver you think guys are going to be able to go down the lane and not expect to get bumped around i mean we got guys like charles oakley and rick mahorn as the coaches you think we're going to see any flagrant twos in this league done no it's going to be pretty physical i I think they're going to try to you know they're trying to change kind of how people watch the nba right now right and they're going to let it be a little physical i mean i don't know how these refs are going to really ref these games but they're going to let some things go and this is uh they might be watching Corey Maggetti, though. I'm saying, I mean, yo, there are some, there's some other players in this. I mean, there are some dudes, there are some big boys in this league. Jermaine O'Neal, yeah, Jermaine O'Neal. I'm thinking about guys like Ivan Johnson. Um, there is a couple out there that you better watch it if you bring it to the house. Even, uh, you know, even your boy in the ball hogs, Don Brian Scalabrini, right? Oh God, <laughs> we truth. shall see. I got one question for you though, and you know, we're coming full circle. We just talked about Millsap. Um, you know, opting out and becoming a free agent with the Atlanta Hawks. You know, the Atlanta Hawks are looking for a new GM and some new other executives in their front office. And you know, one of the guys that's a finalist for that role is actually a key player of your favorite team in the Big Three. Chauncey Billups is on the short list for that Hawks front office job. And I know you love him with the killer threes. Him and Steven Jackson, I think, is one of the favorites to do work in this league. I guess my question for you is if you're Chauncey Billups and you get offered a front office job with the Atlanta Hawks. Do you opt for the Hawks or do you stick do you stick with your uh, you know killer three obligations? I mean, here's the thing. Ever since Chauncey left the league, I thought he's been a great analyst. I love watching right. him at halftime. Sure, on ESPN. And he's got a lot of good things to say, and I wouldn't mind him in a franchise that really you know they've had great players and they have they usually have good depth. They just need I. I Chauncey would be a good fit for that. I mean, he's been doing great things outside of, you know, actually playing the game. And I, I'd kind of like to see that. We shall see. We shall he see. He is a winner. We sh- that is for sure. That is for sure. Mr. Big Shot definitely doing his thing with those Detroit basketball guys of the, uh, you know, the early and mid-aughts when they uh, beat those Kobe and Shaq teams even. Um we got a poll question up on that FNTSY radio, Twitter, and at Spittin' Speeds. My question is, if you listen to Fantasy Freestyle, we talked about sports gambling and legalization of that. We've also talked about marijuana and pain pills and the opioids and pain management for athletes. So I ask you, with changing perceptions in society these days, what do you think will be legal first? Will it be sports gambling or will it be marijuana? I also put out another option of that poll, which was, wait, they're illegal? So if you want to, you know, if you want to be a smart aleck, as they say, you could vote for that as well. Uh, Donnie, at this point, what do you think the people are voting? We kind of talked in the uh, control a little bit. I mean, that, it's like, ugh. 
I'd say probably the marijuana just because it's more relevant and topics right. talked about now. Um, I mean, but either can swing both ways. I, I would have to go with marijuana probably. Right now, that is what is ahead. 45% of the people that have answered the poll say, in fact, marijuana. So we will check in on that a little bit later on. And also, later on this week, remember, I've been doing that series with Kyle Turley. He did a big thing out of Vice, um, Chasing Strains. I have part three of that coming up later on this week. Pat, uh, Kyle Turley talks with a number of current and former NFL players who share, you know, really somewhat sad, somewhat gripping stories of their own trials and tribulations with the chemicals that they have been prescribed. So keep on the eye for that. You know what is never going to be legal? That is, um, you know, lewd public acts. And so that brings me to my next story here as we put the fun in functional sports radio. Donnie, I don't know if you remember or if you were producing the show for it was Chris Bavona at the time, but late in the football season, I broke a story about a security guard for the San Diego Chargers that got arrested because there was footage of him, in essence, standing on the sideline with his hands down his pants watching the cheerleaders, and he actually got um, arrested for uh, you know publicly masturbating. Do you remember this, Donnie? Maybe yeah, so I, I no, no, I was definitely the producer that day. Okay. I, I can't forget that. Story. So, so listen, the Chargers have moved from San Diego to L.A., but we have hard justice for Chargers fans. The guy, he has pleaded guilty to, uh, you know, I guess whatever it's called, public masturbation or, you know, lewd acts. Well, he was definitely doing that. Whatever, right? So uh, the man pleaded guilty to perform, that's what it was, performing a lewd act in public. That was the charge, okay? San Diego prosecutors charged him kind of months ago, but they recently sentenced him. He's getting three years of probation and counseling. But check this out. He will not have to register as a sex offender, and he's already voluntarily surrendered his security license. I think he needs to register as a sex offender. Remember, I was talking about this when we had the thing going on with the N-word in Fenway. I'm all about public shaming of people. Put the dude's name in the paper with a picture of what he was doing. But whether you agree with me or not, it is justice for the Chargers fans. Um, I want to keep it moving. We do not have that much time left in this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. So one thing I wanted to get with, I've been talking about how everyone is cutting the cord. I've been talking about how you know ESPN has been losing its viewers. And ESPN came out with its new fall lineup. And they are in essence, they are in essence embracing debate all over the place. Okay, like you remember how MTV used to show music videos and then they stopped and it was all sorts of other stuff. Well, ESPN is basically going to stop giving sports news. Okay, they're scheduled. They're going to have, you know, Mike and Mike is done. They're going to have Mike Greenberg on for 3 hours in the morning. Then they're going to have, you know, Stephen A Smith and Max Kellerman on first take for an hour, for 2 hours. Then Bomani Jones and Pablo Torre, they get their own show. Then Rachel Nichols gets her own show. Then they've already turned, you know, the Sports Center the 6 with Mike and Jamel into a more debate kind of concept i'm telling you and they're doing this strategically because they know now everyone's got an app everyone's got podcast everyone's got a stream and you know they don't have as much actual games anymore i see on local cable providers the yes network sny f fox sports that's where the games are so they are actually making a conscious decision to renovate their whole schedule their whole approach and they are in fact embracing debate that is what you will see when you are on espn going forward opinion greater than 
inside news. But here's the deal. If you really want that opinion, I got the place for you. Donnie Burns, you know what it is. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I give you opinions. I give you highlights. I give you everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash, all the big-time stories, and... I give you the opinions that you need. We keep it hot, so hot, you sweat that steam. And I understand, guys. You're on your Netflix. You're on your Hulu. ESPN is not the place for sports anymore. Instead, you need to come to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because you got everything. We have the app for you, and it's all free. That's all you need. That's what I got to say. When we come back, we'll check in on the scores. We'll check in on the poll. All that and more. I'll preview what's going on the rest of the week. It's big things for Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, our sports byline affiliates as well. Dane Martinez holding you down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Dane Martinez, here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network, making Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show. Reds are up now 3-1 on the Indians in the bottom of the second. Padres trying to come back. They've put up two runs of their own, still down those 7-2 to the Mets in the second inning. The Angels up on the Rays, 2-0. Pirates up on the Braves early on in that one after one, one nothing Pittsburgh. There, Rockies over the Phillies, two nothing right now. Nationals at in the third inning. Nationals are up two nothing on the Mariners. We are still scoreless in the Bronx, Royals and Yankees. Scoreless in Baltimore with the Twins and the Orioles. And like I told you, in Wrigley Field, the Cubs and the Giants are still delayed that because of rain. Right now, forty five percent of you guys think that marijuana is going to become legal before sports gambling. I don't know how I feel about that. I think they're both going to become legal sooner than you think. Keep it locked, though, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Up next, we have the Fantasy Black Book with my man, Joe Pisapia. He's going to be giving you everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash as well. I wonder if he's going to talk about Matt Adams and how he's a great play in that ballpark, replacing Freddie Freeman, left-handed power. I'm telling you, he is only 4% owned in season-long leagues, and he went for 2200 on FanDuel tonight. I'm telling you, go out and consider Matt Adams for as cheap power at first base to replace Freddie Freeman. Um, these guys are going to be holding you down later on this week like i told you we're gonna have some good stuff we're gonna finish our series with kyle turley about the um pain management for some of the players in the nfl i also got a great interview coming up with um the president and founder of King's County Tennis League. Uh, good things going on with underserved children in Brooklyn, learning how to play the game of tennis and get mentored as they do it. That's going to be really exciting. I also, you know, we're going to continue to check in on the NBA playoffs if the Cleveland Cavaliers hold up to their end of the deal and get that three-peat, that trilogy, the rubber match that everybody wants to see. So uh, that's it for me. Come on back tomorrow. We'll get into all that from my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor. This is your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stay tuned, though, for the Fantasy Black Book with my man Joe Pisapia up next. I'll see you tomorrow. Speeds, the spitting statistician. I'm out. Peace.